I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome back into the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Third hour going right now. And there's still chaos in the airports across the country after that FAA outage. And as we all know, if a flight from Seattle to Dallas gets delayed, then that Dallas to JFK leg in New York could also be delayed in a Cascades. And you find yourself standing in line with a hundred other people at the one Starbucks that they seem to have in most airport terminals. <laughs> it's I I look at this, you know, they'll they'll have like uh, you know, they'll they'll have a uh, like a PF Chang's or they'll have uh, some kind of a like a Mexican restaurant or something that you know has like two or three people in line. But especially in the mornings, be a hundred people in line yes. at Starbucks. You'd think. Maybe they could expand the capacity uh, a little bit there and all the airline frustrations that people end up dealing with. So it, it's a tough day on on that front. I have two things, actually. First off, before we get into more travel woes, I want to say a little word of congratulations. Well, actually, Clay, you did not even say any words of, of praise or congratulations to me about my beloved Georgia Bulldogs they did winning Dominant the big win. game. I mean, I was this was riveting. You were riveted. For me. You were stunned that Georgia won by fifty eight points over TCU. I mean, I knew it was going to be at least forty points. So I, <laughs> I, I, in my head after the fact, certainly called that one. So congrats to all the Georgia Bulldogs fans out there. But no, on a more serious note, in Tennessee, you guys are now getting a the regional headquarters of In and Out Burger, which I think is one of the single best fast food franchises in I'm not saying it is the best I'm saying it's it is Chick-fil-A one of is the best yeah yes. everyone Chick-fil-A is in a whole category by itself but it is one of the best fast food franchises in the country big W here for Tennessee how'd you how'd you guys pull it off 
Well, uh, I think the governor deserves some credit, but this is not only Tennessee. This is my hometown. They are investing, I think, $125 million. They're going to hire 275 people. For those of you listening to us on the West Coast or those of you who have experienced their burgers, in and out I also, am I correct in this? Oh, In-N-Out Burger's moving to where I live in Franklin, Tennessee, which, for those of you out there listening nationwide, just south of Nashville uh, is Franklin, Tennessee. We're full. Don't move here. It's the best place to live in America, but we're full. Um, but that's where I I live. was impressed with it, I have to say. It's, it's, it's very pretty nice. nice. Um, so, uh, so they're moving here. But I believe that In-N-Out Burger, our staff, correct me if I'm wrong on this, Privately owned still company. The family owns it. And they were standing up to California when many cities in California were demanding that you show a COVID vax card. This is crazy. People pretend that this didn't happen. But if you were, for instance, in San Francisco or L.A., I believe. I know in L.A. because I was there and they asked me at least once. um, You had to show a COVID vax card to be able to go to a restaurant. And they were even trying to mandate that in an out burger, fast food restaurant. Uh, with a drive-thru. Yeah, yes. To show that you had a COVID shot card. And they got crosswise with the state of California and some of the authorities out there over whether this made any sense at all. And it sounds crazy to ever even bring up, but people now try to pretend that this didn't happen. But there were, in New York City, in L.A., in many different cities where you guys are listening to us right now, you were asked to show your Vax card in order to buy a hamburger, which is crazy. By the way, it's true. In in an out burger clash, this is back in 2021, in an out burger clash with with San Francisco over the vaccine mandate, saying we refuse to be the vaccine police. They would not check vaccine cards before allowing customers to dine indoors. The city of San Francisco shut down their only location. So I just I want to be clear for everybody out there. Okay, you have we talk about this stuff all the time. In and Out Burger, which and I will say independently is delicious. Like for yeah, I agree. For they me, have fantastic hamburgers. The two best burger chains in America are In and Out Burger. I'm you know for fast food, In and Out Burger and uh, Shake Shack. A lot of you are saying Whataburger. You may have seen Clay and I and Carrie and Laura. We hit up Whataburger at like we eleven o'clock at night. I see Whataburger, Whataburger in black my tie. Wife wanted to go there at like eleven o'clock at night, right at, in black tie, right after the, the governor DeSantis's inaugural uh, uh, ball. So we're something, not, we're not something about that, yeah, something about uh, uh, eating eating Whataburger fries and chocolate shake. Wearing black tie at 11 o'clock at night, it just tastes so delicious, I will tell you. It was like very, it was, tastes so good when it hits your lips. It was delicious. But, uh, but nice so Clay, there. Cool reference. Some of our, the Gen X folks certainly caught that one. Yes. Um, some of our, some of our, our discussions here revolve around businesses that should be rewarded for being sane. No doubt. And I would add to that list now, I mean, in and out Burger, there was a moment where they were being wooed to go to, Florida to move their their head you know their main operations to Florida they're very specific uh about supply chain and and how they provide for the various restaurants so they they really use high quality ingredients and the fact that I didn't even know that they had been I knew that they were moving to Tennessee because business friendly and you know this is what's happening in places you know uh, across America they're moving to 
a business-friendly climate that is sane and not run by commies. But I didn't realize they had stood up against the vaccine mandate. So I think, uh, you know, it's a nice win for the state of Tennessee. And I think it's important for all of you out there to remember and not let yourself get convinced that none of these things ever happened. It was hard. And there was there were consequences if you stood up, if you ran a company and you were willing to stand up against any of these draconian lockdown, shutdown requirements that were all over major cities and states in this country, there were real consequences. And it was way easier to just shut your mouth and, and accede to the authoritarian demands than it was to do what in and out did. And I'm not surprised as a result that they decided to locate on the East Coast in a free state like Tennessee or Texas or Florida. It doesn't surprise me at all when people are moving to these states. Because I mean, the company's, the company's chief legal and business officer said this. Uh, I, I thought this was, well, this, was, this was pretty awesome. That uh, he believes, quote, in the highest form of customer service, we fiercely disagree with any government dictate that forces a private company to discriminate against customers who choose to patronize their business. This is clear governmental overreach, intrusive, improper, and offensive. Folks, if you got an In-N-Out burger, this should be your go-to from here on. Put your money where your mind is, where your heart is. Take action based upon companies that share your values. Because i got to say, that's that's awesome. That was I mean, strong were... back in 21, Buck. I remember. I remember the In-N-Out. And so when I saw the first, for me... The first thing I thought was, well, this is great. I'm glad that, you know, my community is getting this company. But more importantly, for my mind, I was like, I'm glad that this company stood up for its values. And I'm not surprised that they're moving their East Coast headquarters to a red state location. Um, as many people have done, you know, this Texas exploding, Florida exploding, Tennessee exploding. This is not anecdotal. The data reflects that three of the yeah. states that have added the most population, Texas, Tennessee, and Florida. It's going to take three to five years, but there's going to have to be a reckoning in New York and California over what's going on here. It's going to take some time still. Because, because high-income people are bailing on those states. That's and right. There is a significant consequence to their budgets. They're, they're going to have to take notice of this. Um, and they just a lot of it is stubbornness. The people that run those states, the Democrat machines that are in charge, don't want to admit what's going on. It's happening, and it's happening now at a pace that they won't be able to ignore. Um, speaking of pace, I got to ask you this one too, Clay. Because were you ever, you know, you lived in D.C. I was, I was a D.C. guy, but I had to go between D.C. and New York uh, to see family when I was living there. So I was, a, I would ride Amtrak pretty regularly. I had a car, yeah. but I would, so you spent some time on Amtrak. This is one of those things. Where I, I, I see this. Because I was on a I was on a Metro North train that actually hit a car. Um, oh, I no. remember that. Yeah, and almost derailed. You know, things happen on trains. Trains are pretty safe, but things happen on trains. I've been on trains where they just say, "There's a tree that's blocking the," you know, and they come over and they're usually it's super loud, but you can't hear what they're saying even though it's super loud. And there's a there's a tree that's blocking the pathway or something, and you're like, "Am I going to be here? How many hours can I be here?" Well, we got an an estimate for how long this can go. Monday night. An Amtrak train left D.C. on its way to Florida, probably with people who are moving, because it was a train, it was a car train, so people with their cars. I oh, bet wow. it's some people who are moving to Florida, yeah. right? It was the auto train where people I had their cars I didn't even know that existed. Them. Yeah, I, I actually, I'd heard of it once or twice before, 
but they they were on Monday night, and this was amazing. They were stuck on this train in between stations, an Amtrak tw- train, for over thirty hours. Oh my play. god! Over thirty hours, people were calling the police. In South Carolina, from the woods, they were like out in a rural area calling the police. There's there's video of this. They're calling the police saying Amtrak has kidnapped us. They say it's illegal for us to get off the train. And so they came over the PA and said, please stop calling the police and saying we have kidnapped you. You know, we're trying to get the train moving again. I You know, I think there's got to be a rule here. Like, you know, if, if, this is what I want to ask you. If you go more than twelve hours, and they said, by the way, they ran out of food. Oh, there of was course. no way to let. There was nowhere for dogs to go to the bathroom. People had pets with them on the train. It was a nightmare. At what point do you just hit the emergency exit and you're like, I'm walking through the South Carolina woods? They're lovely this time of year. I mean, first of all, you can pull up on your phone to know how far it is to like a road or whatever else. Ah. Uh, I know people have been stuck on planes. You can't get off a plane because you're on an active runway. I understand that. Although anybody who's ever had to sit on a runway for a long time knows you start how claustrophobic and infuriating that can be. But I understand why you can't get off there. I would. I, there's no way I would have stayed on that train 30 hours. I, I would have just said, you know, I would arrest left. me. I would have said arrest me. I, I would I would be hitting I mean, the emergency what, yeah, exit. What are they going to do if you get off the train? The train is stopped. It is in a, like, there's tracks. You can walk alongside the tracks. I would have, especially if I had kids, I'm super impatient. I would have said, first of all, I probably wouldn't have been on the train in yeah. the first place. Let's start here. Uh, like, I'm, I'm impatient enough that I'm not going to sit on a train all the way from, you know. It was DC a 19 hour, supposed to be a 19 hour yeah. train ride. That's a big train. That's too far of a train ride for me. All right. So start. So, but if I had been on there after like seven or eight hours, now the, the balancing act there is you never want to wait eight hours and then it starts in the ninth hour, right? Because then you've waited eight ninths of the time. So you keep convincing yourself, surely it can't be that much longer, but I would, there's no way I would have stayed on that so train 30 hours. It's interesting you brought up planes because they changed the rules. The they, they FAA had to because changed of the, the situation. Because they had these things where people were having, and I, look, I understand. I, by the way, I no judgment here. I would be one of those people on a hot plane on the tarmac where they ran, you know, where they, where they were just giving out bottles of water. They were there for like six hours and people were having nervous breakdowns and freaking yeah. out because. They're just waiting on the tarmac for six hours. So now they have to touch back. I think it's at three hours. They have to give right. you the opportunity to get off. They got to have a similar rule for 30 for hours. It's got to be like, if we can't get you moving within two or three hours, you want to get off. We're going to let everybody have the chance to get off. This was crazy. People were calling yeah. the police saying they were kidnapped. Yeah. And I wonder, Buck, how far it was to get to somewhere where you could get a taxi or an Uber or. You know, the South Carolina woods are not exactly where you want to get dropped off. I mean, you don't want to get eaten by an alligator trying to cross a bridge there. But I, I mean, I would have, I mean, imagine everybody on that train lost their minds. I don't see how they wouldn't when you were locked in for that long. Have you ever dreamed, have you ever dreamed of hitting the emergency exit on a plane that was on the tarmac and jumping on that slide and running to freedom? I, I dreamed have. of it. Do you remember when that guy, like the, was it like a jet a te- an airline guy? Like, he did it with a beer, right? He was yep. like, I'm out of here. And I don't know what ended up happening to him, but I remember that story. He got fired. And, yeah, well, 
But oh, yeah. of all the ways you could go out getting to take the emergency exit slide while holding a beer, probably the peak of I'm out of here moves uh, by anybody in airplane history. Uh, but I got to tell you, we're talking about getting stuck on, an, uh, on a train for 30 hours. Can you imagine getting stuck like many of us were without the ability to go out and get as much food as you want? You know, you buy car insurance, you buy health insurance, you buy insurance for your home. How many of you out there have food insurance? That's what both Buck and I have done, and it's certainly what I have done with my family because as I'm speaking to you right now, we have my Patriot Supply in our home. Uh, Look, you can get hooked up right now with an emergency food kit thanks to my Patriot Supply, three months of food for a single person. Also, you can get enough to feed a family of four for more than three weeks. My Patriot Supply Three-month emergency food kit, $200 off right now. Not kidding. We have this in our family pantry right now. My wife was so excited when these came to the house because she'd been hearing these advertisements. She said, we've got to get this. Wide variety of delicious breakfast, lunches, dinners, drinks, snacks. It's insurance for your family. Food security and safety. It will last years. You should go check it out right now. Preparewithclayandbuck.com. $200 off. Preparewithclayandbuck.com. Save $200 per three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. Preparewithclayandbuck.com. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation, and three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on Prize Picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less, every time you play. You pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever, and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free prize picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match. Up to $100. Download the Prize Picks app. Use promo code CLAY, that's C L A Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. 
We value the heroes from our military, law enforcement, firefighters, emergency medical professionals, and other government service personnel. So does an American company whose entire mission is built around serving this deserving group. GovX.com. If you've served our country in one of these types of jobs, go to GovX.com and join the community today. It's easy and totally free. GovX members get access to unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands that honor your service. Brands like Oakley, Vortex Optics, Yeti, Under Armour, and many more. You'll also save big on sports tickets, entertainment, and travel. GovX.com is a one-stop shop for everything you need on or off duty. GovX donates a portion of every order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. More than 8 million people are already saving every day through GovX. Visit GovX.com and use code BUCK in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. I would love to hear, Buck. From some of the people that were stuck on that Amtrak train for 30 hours, in particular, if you had kids, I'm just thinking about what a hellscape it is. You know, are we there yet when you are driving and you don't, uh, at least you have some sense of when you might be somewhere? I, You are wildly frustrated if you are stuck for that length of time, no matter who you are. If you have kids and this announcement comes on, I, I really think you probably lost years of your life. Here's the Amtrak. If, you, if you're just getting your car, we were discussing uh, 30 hours-ish of being stranded on an Amtrak train in South Carolina woods. This is what they were saying on the PA system. Once again, for those of you that are calling the police, we are not holding you hostage. We are giving you all the information in which we have. We are sorry about the inconvenience. As soon as more information is available, we will let you know shortly. Thank you. For those of you calling the police, we are not holding you hostage. I have to disagree disagree here, too. If you are in a place and you are not allowed to leave, you are being held hostage. I'm sorry. Like If you are in a, a, a train... And they will not allow you to leave the train for 30 hours. You are being held hostage. I don't think they could keep me from leaving the train, Buck. What? What is the Amtrak like ticket taker going to put you in a like chokehold? I mean, how do they keep you? Also, what, what if off? everyone on the train? I mean, this is where you need to sort of go, uh, you know, lay miserable and take to the streets and en and on mass like revolution. What if here. you all leave? Yeah. Yes. Now, walking along the side of a track in a South Carolina swamp, at least it wasn't, you know, July when it's 98 degrees with 140% humidity. But this is kind of a personal hellscape. I I can't stop thinking about how awful this would be. Most of us wouldn't leave our credit card or ID lying around, right? Well, that same logic applies to your online identity. You put your credit card information on these websites. You log into doctor's office portals. You register your kids. Your information's out there, folks. It's online, and the bad guys get access to it. They hack into stuff. They post it on the dark web. So what do you do to protect yourself? You need LifeLock. When it comes to online identity theft protection, LifeLock is head and shoulders above any other company. LifeLock alerts you to potential identity threats you may not spot on your own, like loans taken out in your name, for instance. If you become a victim of identity theft, a dedicated LifeLock restoration specialist will help you work to fix the mess. 
No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you need LifeLock. Join now. Save up a 25% off your first year when you go to LifeLock.com. Use promo code BUCK. That's LifeLock.com. Promo code BUCK. Or call 1-800-LIFELOCK. Questions some people are asking after this Amtrak auto train was stopped in South Carolina in, in, in the woods between stations. And there were 563 passengers on board. And some were calling 911 saying that they were being held hostage. By the way, I think I would have been one of those people. I also think I probably would have kicked out a window or hit an emergency exit. Because at some point, you just freak out. At some point, you can't handle it. They ran out of food on the, on the train, walk? obviously. Yes. Plus can't Amtrak food, let's be honest, it's worse than airplane food. Oh, so, no doubt. But, but am I crazy? Can't you walk from one Amtrak train to another oftentimes with open air sometimes between them like uh, one compartment to another am i crazy on this like i would think it would be easy to get off the train is what i'm saying like that there no, are no they, they were completely refused locked everybody in said you can't go calling the police police saying we can't help you i just want to know i mean can they keep you there for 72 hours without like, food? what's the limit can can they keep you for a week Without food, I mean, what do people have to start passing out and/or having you know cardiac incidents before they let them off this train? We got Steve in Pennsylvania's got some thoughts on this one. What's up, Steve? Yeah, clam buck, shield high, shield high, sir. What's going on? Well, not to be devil's advocate, but I got to say something because I went through something similar. You can't just let people off the train and have them wandering all over the place. What happens if you run over one of them when a train starts back up? Can you imagine the liability? You're I mean, aware. I'm just going to say, let me just say something. If you get hit by a train as a pedestrian, I think it's mostly likely going to be your fault. Like, the train is, I'm just going to toss this out there. The train is fairly noticeable, right? Now, uh, maybe if you're, you know, in general, in general, the train does not sneak up on people, you know, right? Like, I don't remember there's very many times where in my life where I've been like, hey, you know, I was just walking around and I almost got hit by a train. Like, you kind of have to put yourself in a position to get hit by a train. So if you walk off of the train and then you get hit by the train, I think most people on a jury would say it's kind of hard to have sympathy for you if you get hit well, by a train. Also, look, I mean, what, what, what Steve is bringing up here is true at some level, which is that I'm sure the regulations say there's some danger involved, which oh, is why I won't no let you off. That they are but, told but the regulations, they can't let you off. Yes. right? The regulations are insane. Is our is our point? And, also, um, and the liability issue is insane. Hours of stoppage yeah. time. C- can't they? Can't they also just shut down that portion of track in both directions? To allow an exit from the train for everybody? I mean, you, you would think this wouldn't be that hard to coordinate if they were really so worried. Also, how many trains are really going by at any point in time, right? Like, give it a 30 minute, you know, window where people can deep detrain and get off this thing. It, Cause it really, I mean, right now it seems that clearly if you're held for over 29 hours is the official, the official uh, estimate here. If you're held for almost 30 hours on a train, there is clearly no upper limit as a matter of regulation established in which they can keep you contained on this thing that, I mean, a lot of trains, you can't even open windows. Yep. They ran out I, of food. I'm just thinking, Buck, this is another marital, marital advice. 
if you had stayed on the train for 29 hours and 45 minutes and you are the husband and you have finally won the <laughs> won the argument let's get off the train we're never moving and you get you and your wife and maybe your kids off the train and then 15 minutes later the train starts as you are standing on the side of the road i actually think the husband might need to throw himself in front of the train rather than have to deal for the rest of the life uh, his life with hearing from his wife i told you the train was going to start right because the worst thing that you could make the choice is you wait like 29 hours and 45 minutes and you finally say this is the breaking point you get off and then the train starts and you're left in the South Carolina wilderness. I mean, are, are you are you familiar with the uh, Roosevelt Island tram in New York City? Do you, do you know the, about this thing? So it's it's a cable car, kind of, right? It's like an elevated cable car. Is and this in Spider-Man? I think I might yes, have seen it in a movie. that's exactly right. Yes. It's, it's the thing in Spider-Man. And yeah. he has to say to the people, that's exactly right. It's a real thing. I used to take it on a regular basis because there are some sports fields and things on Roosevelt Island that I would go to when I lived in New York City. Back in uh, 2006, there were, for hours, dozens of people trapped in that tram, and they had no good way to get them out. I mean, for yeah. hours at a time, they were stuck in that tram. And I, I remember thinking about that. And every time I got on after that, I was thinking about it because enclosed space, rising anxiety, no escape, people freak out. At least on that tram, you can see your way out. Like you can see the outer world. Yes, I but Clay, been, you're you're elevated oh, over. If, I get if it. the tram falls, everyone's going to die. But my fear has always been being stuck in an elevator, in like a packed elevator. You know, every now and then people will get stuck in an elevator for like ten hours. And have you ever stepped into a crowded elevator? I I would lose my mind. I think trapped inside of a elevator because you can't one get the, out. You can't see anything. One of the short stories of Sexton family lore is my little brother uh, was playing sports and he got hit pretty hard in the face and had to get stitches. And he went home. He had like a you know kind of like a you know, the bloody bandages yeah. and stuff on his face. Went home before he was going to the hospital with my parents. He wanted, I think, he wanted to change his clothing because he was blood soaked. And on his way to the hospital to stop, which is two blocks away from where we used to live in New York City, the elevator got stuck between floors for how long? And then I, I think it was like fifteen minutes, maybe it wasn't okay. that long. But he decided. And this is not advised, by the way. They did the slide oh, through. Climb out. Yeah. Climb out while it's between floors, which everybody will tell you is super dangerous because of that like elevator. How you get chopped in half. That's how you get, that's how you get chopped. So my brother made it. He's obviously okay because he was, was uh, high school. So he was back in high school. But I remember my parents told me that one and he decided he was going to go for it. And man, elevators, there's stuff on elevators is that. I think there are almost no. There's like two instances. They're very of, safe. They're very, very. They have brakes on them. There's like one or two instances where people, if you stay in the elevator, you're pretty much going to be okay. Like you're going to be good, right? Like ninety nine point nine 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 times out of out of a hundred, you're going to be good. So you want to. The moment you like decide you're going to climb out, like Keanu Reeves in the movie Speed, and get near the cables, die and, hard. Yeah. 
bad things could happen. So, see, a, a lot of you out. Look, one thing, I, you know, claustrophobic. I think everybody is a little claustrophobic. It's just a question of degrees, right? Some people, it's it's a very extreme fear, but in the wrong circumstances, like I'll tell you that. Do you feel this way? If I see too many people in an elevator and I have the choice, I'm not in a rush, I will always wait. Just because in my head, I'm thinking to myself, if this thing gets stuck, I don't want there to be, I don't want it to be like sardines in a can. I want some air. Oh, I, I, yes. I mean, I sometimes, I, I regularly, I've never, I'm, I'm jinxing myself. I've never been stuck in an elevator. But when I was a freshman in college, we had one of the least reliable elevators I've ever seen. George Washington University. And it was a tiny little sardine can of an elevator. And it would regularly, like, have all sorts of issues. And ever since then, I have been terrified. You, you, you know, Buck, you lived in New York City. Some of those elevators are ancient, right? Like, they have been in existence for a long time. And I understand the safety aspects of it every now and then. But the fear of just being locked in there forever... But I want every married man to think about that that scenario where I just gave you. You've been arguing for hours. Hey, we got to go. We got to go. 29 hours and 45 minutes, your wife finally says, you know what? You're right. She's been taking the other side. You get off and 15 minutes later, the train starts. I think every married man on the planet would be thinking, I really want to throw myself in front of this train right now because I'm never going to hear the end of this. And then once the train's gone and you're stuck in the swamp in South Carolina... Can you imagine that walk where your wife's like, I told you we should have stayed on the train. How many times do you think that gets told to you as you're struggling along in the South Carolina swamp? Better hope you have good cell service, too, so you can actually find your way out of there. Well, do they have the ability to charge anything? That's the other question I had when you're stuck. This is my fear on the airplane. People sometimes, I'll go on the airplane with like six newspapers, three books in my carry-on because my worst fear is getting stuck on an airplane and not at least having something to read. I have my like backpack laptop bag that I go on every plane and everything with. I treat that thing like a go bag, Clay. I've got I've got additional spare batteries for my phone in there. I've got enough granola bars, gluten free of course, to last me like 2 weeks. I mean, I I don't leave home without it. I got some beef jerky in there. I, you know, you you name it. I, I try to make it as much a survival pack as I can. And that's for getting on a Delta flight, you know, from New York. I, I used to take those cross-country flights, kind of, because I'm in Nashville, so it's not full cross-country, but to L.A. on Southwest. And Southwest doesn't have, you know, like, televisions in the seats or anything else. So it's like a four-hour flight. And every now and then you have somebody sit down next to you, and they have nothing. And I always think to myself, like, you're on a flight for four hours, and you just sit down, and you have, n- like, these people, I legitimately wonder what they're thinking. What is the what is your go to airplane drink and your go to airplane snack? Cranberry juice. I don't know why I always get cranberry juice, but I always get cranberry juice on an airplane. And uh and the snack that I would go with I love Chex Mix. Like a big bag of Chex Mix that you can get or that, you know, they'll come around with the little snacks. I'm all in on cranberry juice and Chex Mix. I don't know why, because I don't really eat either of those things anywhere else. But you get me on an airplane, I could survive on cranberry juice and Chex Mix. What about you? You know, there's some science to why tomato juice is so good on planes because the altitude actually affects the 
taste of the tomato juice. I know that sounds completely insane, and maybe this is something I saw on you know, TikTok that isn't true, which is really ticking me off these days because there's a lot of really cool things that you find out someone just made up and put on there. But I think that's true about uh, about uh, uh, tomato juice, which I, I do like on planes. I'm a seltzer guy, and I, I will say, though, I love either roasted peanuts or pistachios. Gets it done and every time. They can't have those anymore. Oh, because of the they've eliminated all peanuts because of peanut right? allergies. You can't like well, you pistachios. Used to you can package. do. You can do. They give out pistachios. They don't still, kill for people. Sure. No, I don't think. I don't think pistachios are considered uh, the same in the nut allergy. I don't know. We got parents listening who will know this who have kids with nut allergies. But I think pistachios are usually okay. They've eliminated. I used to like the honey nut uh, nuts. <laughs> got to be careful. Uh, and uh, and they did away with that entire thing. You can't get them anymore. Uh, but you know you can always get. Memories preserved forever. For instance, if you were stuck on an Amtrak train for 30 hours, maybe you want to preserve good moments in your life so that your marriage exists when you get off after 29 hours and 45 minutes and then the train starts and your wife says, I told you this was going to happen. We should have never left the train. Think about the happy moments in your life, like every moment you were not on that train. Now that we're through the holidays, you may be thinking, hey, those old VHS tapes, those old uh, slides... All of these old family memories that you want to preserve forever, you want to make sure that these family memories last forever. I was talking about this with my own family recently. It takes time, but I've got the hookup right now for all of you, and it's a legacy box. They're a U.S.-based company right here in my home state of Tennessee. 200 technicians down in Chattanooga, Tennessee. They'll do all the work for you at a great price. They can digitally transfer your family's precious memories in about three weeks' time. Both Buck and myself have used Legacy Box to transfer our own pictures and videos. They do a great job. Final product, set of digital files you can easily access, watch anytime you want. Get yourself set up with Legacy Box and let them help you. Here's the website, LegacyBox.com slash Clay. This will get you a great discount off their regular prices and get you set up quickly. LegacyBox.com slash Clay. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D.
If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. GovX donates a portion of every order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. Your orders make a meaningful impact. You can become a member in seconds. Signing up is fast and free. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. That's G-O-V-X.com. Use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX. That's GovX. Code CLAY. G-O-V-X-C-L-A-Y savings for those who serve grand canyon university a private christian university in beautiful phoenix arizona believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life liberty and the pursuit of happiness gcu believes in equal opportunity and the american dream starts with purpose gcu equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. With over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. Voices of sanity in an insane world. Welcome back in. Closing up shop. Wednesday edition. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton show. Uh, Two things. One, the Biden administration has officially extended the COVID emergency for another 90 days. Uh, I think we have a cut of Dr. Ashish Jha, who is one of the idiots still advising Joe Biden on COVID being questioned about this. Let me play it for you. Today, the Biden administration renewed the COVID-19 public health emergency. Why is that necessary? Joining us now is White House Coronavirus Response Coordinator, Dr. Ashish Jha. So is this because that new variant, the XBB subvariant, is so transmissible? You know, this was a determination made by the uh, HHS Secretary, Secretary Becerra. And the reason is that there's still a lot of COVID out there. And the public health emergency, in his determination, uh, gives us tools to fight this. XBB15 is one of the variants, uh, but the secretary made a decision that the tools of the public health emergency are still necessary to continue to fight this virus. It, he uh, means the power, by the way, yes. to make you do stuff. He doesn't. When they say tools, just it's their ability to order you around. That's what this is really about. All right, so that sucks, and that's still going on. And the positive we shared with you earlier is at least the COVID shot mandate is no longer in effect for the Department of Defense, and hopefully a lot of colleges, universities, and employers will follow that lead. I wanted to finish with an actual funny joke. They were honoring Eddie Murphy last night uh, at the Golden Globes. My wife had this on. I came in. I heard it. I think you'll enjoy it. You have to wait for it for a moment. But here is Eddie Murphy's life advice. Buck, you haven't heard this yet. Listen. 
There is a, a definitive blueprint that you can follow to achieve success, prosperity, longevity, and peace of mind. It's a blueprint, and I followed it my whole career. It's very simple. There's three things you just do. These three things. Pay your taxes. <laughs> mind your business. And keep Will Smith's wife's name Pretty good. Out of nowhere, Eddie Murphy still got it. Buck, when he came up on the stage, they played the theme music to Beverly Hills Cop. Still, really one of the most underrated movies of the 80s, I think. Underrated? It was one of the top 10 highest box office performers. It was uh, it was a phenomenal success at the time. And for any of you, uh, both Eddie Murphy and Beverly Hills Cop fans out there, it was originally not a comedy, and it was going to be starring... Sylvester Stallone. It was not supposed to be anything like what it was, and then Eddie Murphy took it over. One of the best comedic performances in a movie, I would argue, of all time. Have you seen the Coming to America 2 movie yet that they had on Netflix, I think, or Amazon, whatever it was? I I didn't even know that was a thing until now. Yes, they made a sequel. I was talking with Laura about this last night after the Golden Globe. I've heard it's pretty good. I haven't seen it either. I'm gonna watch it. I'll give you a review soon. I think I put. Did, was, did you put up a poll or did I put up? A, you put up the poll, right? Where they said uh, of the best Eddie Murphy movies, it was Coming, Coming to, to America, America actually beat out Trading Places, which I still think is blasphemy. But I think know, Coming to America is the best Eddie Murphy movie, right Better up there with Beverly, Beverly Hills, Hills Cop. Cop. I think they're the two best. This is what happens. You're Gen X. You know, things get a little fuzzy. <laughs> your judgment gets cloudy. It happens, folks. Uh, aging is painful. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 